Authentic Life Radio, episode number 65. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Rader. Two weeks back to back. I know. I was just getting ready to say two weeks in a row. That's exciting. (laughs) That's awesome. I was listening to the music and I forgot that I was like playing, you know, little air piano and I forgot that I had to turn the music down and start talking. (laughs) That's what a podcast is. I know. Not just music. It actually involves talking. You'd think I'd been doing this long enough to know. Mm, you know that's all right who knew anyway so how are you good how are you i'm good good i am we are um we are all very well that's so exciting it happens so little it feels like where everybody is doing very well so that's awesome everything is good that's wonderful. I know. Okay, we're done. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> the shortest episode in ALR history. <clears throat> no, um, so here's the thing that I am having a hard time putting my mind around this week. Okay. Um, there are there are a lot of things that I can totally accept and and take without um without really having to think and like ponder on. Okay. I'm 35 been married 17 years all of these things make total sense to me what doesn't make sense to me is the fact that my daughter will be 14 on sunday that is really crazy i can't even i mean really 14 years that's that's like not right right Mm -hmm. i i think we've skipped ahead somewhere i'm missing some years somewhere it just feels like it's all gone so fast Mm -hmm. anyway so Megan will be 14 on Sunday and um, I'm a little in shock still. I've been trying it out for the last you know few weeks, calling her 14, um, but it really, it doesn't feel right. And I have to say it feels more um, shocking than last year when she turned 13 because I think Megan, for her maturity, turning 13 was, it was a big deal because she was finally a teenager. But she'd been behaving like a teenager for years before. So it was like, oh, well, she's finally now a teenager. But for me, this feels like unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Two years she'll be driving, you know, in the fall she goes to high school. It's just like it's all it's almost over. Mm -hmm. It's almost over. Mm -hmm. I think that I think that that is what is really striking me right now is that. It's almost over. It's very true. And yeah, I, when on Luke's birthday, on his 13th birthday, which was last month, um, I said to Luke, I said, are, are you excited about being a teenager? And he said, no. I said, really? And he said, no. I said, why not? And he said, I, I just still want to be a kid. Mm-hmm. I said, buddy, 
you're a kid still. I mean, you can, you're still a kid, you know, I, right. I feel like so many, they think that they have to grow up so quick. And especially in our culture, things are forced on them, yep. things that they shouldn't have to know. I think, I mean, they know quickly. And, um, and so he's like, I, I just want to be a kid. I was laying in bed with him at the yeah. time. I, I tuck him in every night. Um, he still wants me to tuck him in like, I when I, yeah, yeah, when I went to India, um, I, I said, are you going to let your dad tuck in? He's like, no. Nope. I, I said, well, why not? He said, it's not you. I, I, said, I love Luke. He is so sweet. Uh huh. He's And I said, yeah. buddy, um, daddy can tuck you in. He said, no, it's not you. And I'm, I just refused to let him tuck me in. Uh, but he ended yeah. up letting his dad tuck him in and stuff. But, um, so I was just, I was just tucking him in and, and he just said, no, I just, I still want to be a kid. And, um, and he was, and, and you could, he was just really upset about yeah. it. And I said, you know, you still are a kid and you don't have to let that, you know, this a number force you to, to grow up quickly and, right. and, and everything. Something that I've continually told my kids over and over is to not, not to grow up too fast. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that I kind of regret in my own life um, is thinking that I had to get, get all kinds of stuff done quickly instead of enjoying my just the years that I had at home Absolutely. or or just enjoy trying to be a kid. And, you know, being the oldest, you don't really have that. Or at least maybe in my personality and being the oldest and and I'm a perfectionist and all of that. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't ha- I don't know if I had the opportunity to just really, I don't know, just take to be a kid. Yeah, just to, yeah, just I, to, I didn't. Yeah. And I'm I'm not afraid to say it. I don't feel like I'm I'm speaking negatively of my parents or anything but but I didn't I was the oldest right there were responsibilities that that were um that I was expected to to take on Mm -hmm. early on and and so I didn't get you know to have that but Megan and I were talking the other day I'm sorry yeah you were still talking well yeah and I just and so he he's just he was upset about it and and I just you know, it's that this is a, such a, he's just kind of trying to figure out where, you know, where does he, it's just a weird thing. Where mm-hmm. do I fit in? I still want to be a kid, a kid, but I have these responsibilities yep. being, you know, being a teenager and trying to fit in with, you know, kids and, and, and having responsibilities because, you know, he is going to, he does need to learn how to be a young man now, right? you know, and he's having to choose. It's just a very awkward stage. Um, and so, and it's hard to, cause he does want independence too. Mm-hmm. And then there's times that he does want to be a kid. Like last night he um, had a basketball game and, and they lost, I, he didn't have the best game and he has these expectations on himself and, and he was upset about it. And, you know, I, he just went upstairs immediately, went to his room. I came home and I fixed he and Lydia some dinner and you know, he put on his headphones immediately and um, I went upstairs. I just asked him if he wanted uh, some chicken and rice that I always make. It's just mm-hmm. something that they really like. And so he ended up coming down and I was like, Luke, if you want to go up to your room, just be by yourself and eat. That's fine. You know, because mm-hmm. I know that when he's in that mood, you know, just kind of leave him alone. And um, so he ended up, he's like, no, I want to be down here with you all, which I was kind of shocked about. So he went and ended up sitting down and Lydia was watching TV and Marmaduke, the movie came on. <laughs> And you could just see him relax yeah. and 
kind of start like laughing and everything. And Andy looked at me and said, he's still a kid. Yeah, yeah. And it was just a really cool thing to see him just enjoying Enjoying being a kid yeah being a kid not having the weight of the world because of being yelled at or Mm -hmm. having these responsibilities and 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 all of this stuff right just being able to just you know to just be a kid yeah absolutely in a safe place Mm -hmm. that marmaduke (laughs) you know and passing gas (laughs) would totally make him laugh and and not take things too seriously because absolutely you know, it's just sports. It's just a ball game. It's just all of these things. And who cares? Um, and there's so many other more important things right. than that. Right. And um, I was just, it was just a really cool thing to see. Um, so yeah, what what about Megan? So um, we were talking the other day and she says that um, she she was asking me what, what it was like to, to meet Cliff when I was 16. Mm-hmm. And, um, and... To know, you know, just processing the fact that, I mean, she knows that we got married when I was 18 mm-hmm. and all these things, but, um, but processing that, that I was 17 when he asked me to marry him and what that was like. And, um, and she's like that, that just, I can't even, I can't even, you know, process that. I can't, I can't sure. even comprehend that, what that was like. And I said, and neither can I. And as your mom in three years, you won't be ready I can tell you that you, you won't be ready. I can tell you I wasn't ready. I just didn't know that yet. <laughs> you know, it, it took it took me a while into our marriage before. I've You know, I probably wasn't done being a kid, you know, um, but but I got to grow up with my husband rather than waiting until I was grown up to meet him. And I wouldn't trade anything. Um, I wouldn't go back and have it any other way. But just talking to her and just listening to her think through and what well, I mean we've made it very known to our kids that you know um they don't have to leave our house um upon turning 18 or graduating high school whichever of those occurs first um or and Megan will be 18 during her senior year so will Luke Luke turns yeah. 18 in October and yeah right I get and it. so Megan will turn mm-hmm. 18 in November and then graduate in May or June um Although Matthew will graduate when he's 17. He won't turn 18 until the that, summer. That's how Andy and I yes. were as well. We were 17 yeah. when we graduated. And so was I. Mm-hmm. Um, but so just just talking about that. And they, they know that, that that's not, you know, if they need, if they decide to go to college and they want to live here, you know, the live at home the entire time there, that's fine. I want them to be ready to move out, mm-hmm. be ready to go do that and and be able to afford to live on their own and all these because once you're out, you're not coming back. Like that's that's what <laughs> I teasingly tell them. Once you do it, you can't come back. But um, but just listening to her and watching her process what you know these next four years, you know, four and a half until you know, um, graduation will be like, and how I mean, Megan, Megan is still very much likes her being a child time Mm -hmm. she still likes to snuggle she still likes to be tucked in like luke although i don't tuck her in every night um luke makes me tuck him in every night well here's the deal (laughs) megan stays up later than i do she is a night out and i am not and so our children don't have the um the luxury of well (laughs) I i totally get that but when you know she's downstairs and our bedroom's upstairs you know 
well, we tuck her in and walk away and she's like, oh, I'm getting back up. I'm going to read. I'm going to do this. Right. Gonna, I understand yeah. that. So, um, she does very teenager things <laughs> once we're in bed. But um, but yeah, it's just it just kind of mm-hmm. it just kind of feels not quite right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, Andy and I met when we were 18. Yeah. Got married. Andy was getting ready to turn 20, but he was 19 when we got married. I just turned 20 when we got married. It's the same kind of thing. We grew up together mm-hmm. um, and our kids have talked about the same thing. Um, you know, just being kids, right? you know, and I, again, I would not trade that life experience with him because we didn't get until we had, obviously we had our issues. If you're going to get married that young, honestly, I don't, and I'm speaking from our experience. Right. I'm not going to put it on anybody else because I'm there. You could be very, very healthy and, and decide to get married young. But I had my own things I was trying to to get away from and to do and to do and to, you know, to heal and to stuff um, to get married that young. And um, so. I don't know, I, I I just want our kids to just enjoy their childhood right to become healthy, whole adults so they can bring and to marry a healthy, whole adult. Not that you will marry somebody that's perfect, but emotionally, spiritually, physically healthy that they can bring all of that together. And um, that's what I, I hope for. That's what I pray for. And and that they can start out with that that foundation of a marriage. Now, maybe you can find that at 20, um, 19, 20. I don't know. Uh, and I know that that's probably possible. I know from my experience, it wasn't. Um, and Andy and I had a, in a rough several years getting at the very, very beginning. Um, but by the grace of God, we, we've worked through it and we have a very strong, um, marriage and, you know, marriage is hard in and of itself, but we had issues, our own individual issues to work through. Right. And we had to work through marriage issues, which I think when you have, when you haven't worked through these individual issues, I think it makes marriage harder. harder. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you can <laughs> you can have a whole bunch of individual issues that are that when you're older that you haven't worked through, and you're you right. know what I'm saying. Just I because do. you're older doesn't mean doesn't mean you could just have your garbage. Yeah, you could just have more. So I don't know if it's necessarily an age thing. Um, I just think that you just need to find somebody that's whole and healthy and ready to to make that commitment absolutely and be healthy. So I don't know. I kind of talked out of both sides of my mouth. I get that. I just think you just need to find somebody that's healthy and whole. And um, I, w- I wasn't at the time. And luckily Andy and I chose to make our marriage work. work. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes both partners willing to choose to absolutely. make it work. Absolutely. And that's what Megan and I were, were um, talking, talking about the, the same thing. You know, when I no, I wasn't ready looking back, should not have been married at 18 should not wouldn't trade it not taking it back but now i know that that stephanie was not ready she had so much stuff to go through but when i and what i was telling megan was that when your dad and i got married there was no out that's right this is it you know it's kind of like being a parent though i don't know if you're necessarily ever ready yeah i I don't know i mean you you I mean, you could maybe mature and grow, but you don't necessarily know what you're getting into when you get Until married. you're in it. Yeah. And 
So I don't know if age necessarily, I don't know if age necessarily means anything. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could probably... Yeah, I, I don't know. I, because I, I think, I'm, 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 I think we're all individuals. I yes. Think every individual is, um, every individual relationship is different. Mm-hmm. And um, we just happen to be two examples of two women who got married young, who were still broken and not exactly ready who made it work yeah i mean it can come out beautiful on the other side mm-hmm. um, and you can find people that are 30 who are broken yes and 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 you know make it work and or two people that are 20 who are broken who don't make it work two people that are 30 right. who don't make it work exactly. I, I just think you that, can find people who are whole that don't make it work that's I mean, true it, it's 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 hard marriage is hard parenting's hard uh-huh. um life is hard yes. and it's not you know, it, it's just the, it's how you, how you persevere. Absolutely. And how you allow God to redeem things, even when it's hard, even when you don't want to, mm-hmm. even when like there's days that I totally, like today was one of those days I got up and got my kids to school and went back to bed. Because I just, I needed to pull the covers over my head. It was one of those days. That's how I deal with stuff. Not the best way. I right. totally, totally get that. I know that. Some days I, I'm really good. I, I get into the word. Um, today was one of those days where I went to sleep praying. That's, that's how, that's how I mm-hmm. had to deal with it. And um, so that's what I did. When I, um, when I'm in that place, when I pull the covers over my head, I just, I go to sleep praying and that's just the way that I have to deal with it. And um, that's how I've learned to deal with it. It's better than it's, it's better than me. You know, I wish that I wish this is what I wish I did. I wish that I went, I wish I prayed while I walked (laughs) or wish I prayed while I was cleaning the house. I wish that I uh, prayed while I was um, doing something productive but my body does, or my, I don't cope like that. I mm-hmm. get in bed, pull the covers over my head. So I dig myself a hole basically and pray. That's what I do. Um, I don't know how, I mean, there are people that are just really productive in their hurt being hurt. Right. And I'm not one of those people. I'm not either. Um, but at least I pray and then it makes me go to sleep. Um, and so they're, because it calms you. Yeah, absolutely. Because I know that God's got it under control and maybe sometimes I don't see it. But I know that he does. Right. And that way, at least I don't have to deal with it in my head for a while. Once I, cause I'm sleeping, you know? Um, and that's just what I do. Um, but I didn't before. I'll, I, I would always just be anxious and stuff. But I've learned to just dig that hole and <laughs> through prayer and go to sleep. Um, but I wish that I was productive in it. I really do but that's just not me. That's why my house is still a mess. That's why I, you know, my half, some of my Christmas decorations are up and some of them are not. uh, And a lot of them are not. And I have to leave tomorrow. Uh, uh, So not have to, I get to, to. well, yes, I get to, and I'll get to that in just a second. But, um, but you know, I, I'm so grateful just going back to being married and stuff that I have a partner who has helped me, who has, helped me grow up and has been 
you know, patient in all of mm-hmm. my quirkiness and um, my unhealthiness and all of that. And, and I've been patient with him and his, you know, ways that he deals with stuff. And he's gone through a lot of different things, ways that he deals with his stuff, like triathlons and um, his marathons and his eating this way and his eating that way. And now it's, um, you know, bodybuilding and, and I could go into a bunch of different things. He deals with his stress in a bunch of different ways. Right. Now, his is more productive. I can say that, but it sometimes gets extreme. And I'm just like, I'm so glad that he has a way that he deals deal with, with it. it. Right. Absolutely. Right. I think that he took all of my productiveness and put it into him. <laughs> and I don't think it's fair. That's not that. that Yeah, I agree. That's not exactly fair. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really not it's fair. It's really not. Yeah. I, I just need like pull some of that productiveness right. out of him and put it into me. And, uh, but no. So over the last several um, months, I have just started to, um, well, I, I really think it's the motivation of building our new house, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure I've talked about, even though we've only recorded like three times since this whole thing is, but we are definitely building a new house. Mm-hmm. That's um, so exciting. I am beyond excited. I cannot wait. But my fear was that um, I'm going to build this house and it's still going to be a mess because I am a messy person. And in the reality of it is eventually, yes, it will be because I kept my house clean for my new house clean. It's not new anymore. Right. You're going to live in it. Eventually it will be a mess. But I'm trying to break some of my habits. Sure. Absolutely. That I don't like. Um and 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 then the hope is that you know we'll take them into the new house and I will be able to, you know, th- this is about growing me, not just about keeping um, my new house clean. Correct. Right? I so get that. For the last five days in a row, um, last night was the fifth night. Um, all of my dishes have been done when I've gone to bed. Now that's exciting. This is a big deal for me because I will let dishes sit for like three or four days until every dish I own is dirty and I have to do them. In order to eat? In order to eat. Well, that's why I keep paper Or we'll plates. go out. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that's why I have paper plates. Now, now I don't, I don't, my my dishes don't, I yeah. do dishes. We, you, you know, yeah. Yeah, but I sometimes keep paper plates so I don't have to use dishes, yeah. you know. So, so this this is a big deal for me. Um, that's so exciting. I hate doing the dishes. Yeah. I absolutely hate. I'm scarred for life. But, um, or these are the things that I have said my entire life, you know, um, I, I'm sure that people who have listened to me for a long time on our various podcasts have heard me say that, you know, when I was in the sixth grade, I had a bad grade on um, in math on my progress report. So this was six weeks into the sixth grade Mm -hmm. progress report comes home. I have um, I I had an F in math and I got grounded and my discipline was to do the dishes. Um really wasn't a productive discipline because that math grade never came up and I stayed grounded the no, entire because you, year. No, because you were doing dishes. I couldn't do my math homework. I was doing dishes. <laughs> um, it was it was so extreme that when I went to my um, to my mom's house on the weekend, all of the dishes would be saved for me to wash Sunday night when I got home. Do I think this is fair? Absolutely not. Do I make my kids do the dishes? Absolutely not. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so I despise doing the dishes. I always have, um, I, the, the inside housework was always my, um, chore. So even when I wasn't grounded to doing the dishes, um, I would wash the dishes rather than mow the grass because I have four brothers. They can mow the grass. I would do the inside stuff. Um, 
And so I have brought this into my adult life. I despise doing the dishes. So the fact that I've done them every night um, is a big deal for mm-hmm. me. And when I, I, I had reached, I guess yesterday I was like, oh, it's been three days. And then when I was going to bed, I counted on my fingers. I'm like, it's been five. That's really exciting. I'm, I'm so excited about it. Mm-hmm. And it's making it, I do have, um, it is my kid's responsibility to unload the dishwasher. Um, and then I will load it. It's been so much easier for them and they fight less because there's only one day's worth of dishes in the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Really, it's not a lot. It's not a lot to put away. And um, and so nobody has fought me on it um, this week. That's wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah, it's I mean, so exciting. The rest of the house is a disaster. Right. Here's, but, but, the the reality, but the reality is your house won't be no. clean it won't stay new it won't because you're gonna live in it mm-hmm. people we i mean people are Absolutely. coming in and out it's it's gonna get nicked it's gonna get scratched it's gonna i mean it's all of those things it really and, is but that's what makes it a home right and but that doesn't mean that we can't learn to pick up after ourselves exactly i mean you still need to we we need to take what care of what need. we have to what yes. we've been given and and take you know ownership of it and i wish that my kids would put their crap away yes i mean i get that and it's like i still am like really you can't throw that away or um how many times have i asked you to put that away and like i feel like i'm gonna just hit my head upside the wall because it's the same stuff i like i woke up this morning and i'm like um i just picked that up but it doesn't matter because but here's the thing i would so much rather pick the stuff up, mm-hmm. have a, have a house that's lived in, then be alone. Absolutely. And not have my kids around, right. not have my husband yes. there. You know, it, I would totally miss the chaos. I would totally miss the, because here we are talking about our kids are going to be leaving. They are. And I'm, I want them to live right. in, I want them to be there. To be there. Absolutely. Um, the, the mess is evidence that I have stuff going on. There. We've yep. been here. We live here. We we have children that live there. Yep. We have healthy kids that are messing it up. And right. so I, you know, that's, you know, I woke up and I was like, thank you, God, that I have healthy kids that are, you know, making ornaments or, yep. you know, or, healthy, or, you know, dirty socks that he went and played basketball or whatever. I have healthy children. Absolutely. And um, I um, read this thing out loud to, um, my kids the other day and it said um good moms have sticky floors dirty dishes laundry piles um there were a couple Mm -hmm. more things on the list and then it says and happy kids yeah and matthew says well you're a good mom (laughs) (laughs) like thanks buddy but um but no so i'm just trying to change some of my habits no oh yeah i don't i don't mean to imply that our house will not appear lived in oh yes because the fact is five people can make quite a mess um but um just trying to to grow me and to change some of my habits and yes what i have um labeled myself as over the course of my life that's incredible i, so. I, I was just encouraging you that it won't be yes oh no it I won't t- be perfect and i totally agree with yeah. you i don't ex- i think the person we need to be telling that it won't be perfect is my husband <laughs> oh and you know i really appreciate that he listens to our podcast who i so, think expects it to be perfect oh uh, but it won't be yeah so. 
I'm just excited for. He'll the- be the first one to leave his socks on the floor. I guarantee you. He will. Well, and I love him very mm-hmm. much. Well, you guys will have fun in your new house, and we it'll will. be exciting. It's going to be so much fun. So, um, what else was I going to? Last night, the coolest thing happened. It doesn't happen very often, but it happened last night. Um, I was I was in the living room doing my workout, and um, I've been working out to a DVD. So I was doing it in the living room, and I hear. In the kitchen, all three of my kids are sitting at the table having a conversation. This like never happens. Mm-hmm. Next to never, rarely ever, are my children all three getting along and having a conversation and being encouraging to others or to each other and not calling each other names and chew with your mouth closed. Stop nagging me. I mean, right. those are our normal conversations and um, but between them. But it was so, it was just, it was a blessing to hear. Mm-hmm. So... And my dishes were done. My dishes were done and my kids were getting along. It was a great day. That is a great day. Yeah, I have one of those stories. You know, Luke Luke and Lydia actually are doing much better with getting along. And um, we had to go out and get Luke. Luke has to dress up for mm-hmm. his basketball games. Like he has to wear a, tie, a, a like a shirt and tie, and tie yeah. every to every ba- to school every day he has a game. game. Sometimes that can be up to two to three times a, a week. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, not... He just needs several. He needs a variety. Yeah, he yeah. really does. I mean, not. I mean, he could wear the same thing. But I can buy Matthew a shirt and tie, and he can wear the same shirt and tie every time he needs to. But Luke cannot do that. No, not really. I mean, yeah, he could wear the same thing, but that would just it would actually get kind of old for him. So well, it, and more work for you because you'd have to wash it every week, three times a week. Yeah, and um, you know that's not happening as much as you abhor dishes. I abhor laundry. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. But that's for a whole another day. Yeah. I mean, it's like really, really bad. So um, anyways, we had to go out and he's because he's grown since last year as uh-huh. well. He's now taller than me. He's almost five, seven. And um, yeah, he's he's grown mm-hmm. a lot. He really has. And um, yeah, just turned 13 and five, seven. He's wearing a size 10 shoe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's not little. I mean, he's just not. He's and, not. No, I, he can still want to be a kid, but he's not staying the size of a kid no well anyway so we went out i took he and lydia out sunday and so andy went to go work out i took the kids out to luke needed um some shirts and ties and lydia's really into um the rainbow loom making bracelets right and she's very good at it and luke is really encouraging her because um he'll come home and say hey can you make this for me or my friend wants this or whatever and it's something that they've really bonded over and luke has some money from his birthday and from his report card um, that he that he's been saving up. And so Lydia had $10 and I had told her I would buy her two packets of um, rubber bands. So mm-hmm. and rubber band, there's, there's a lot in there, but they're $3.99 a piece. The rubber right. bands that I mean, they're kind of costly, but she uses them so much. She's had the best time. So she had $10 and I was going to give her $10. So that's four packages. I said after after we get Luke's stuff, I call him Bubby. After we get Bubby's stuff done, Bubba's stuff, then um, we'll go to Michael's and I'll get you four things. She said, okay. And Lydia was really, really very helpful with Luke trying to find stuff, um, shirts and ties that he would like and things that would fit. And, and they were just getting along really well. And it was just really nice to see Lydia trying to help him find shirts and ties. Okay. And he was actually very respectful 
you know, um, responsive to her finding things. And, and it, I couldn't believe it. Um, it was really nice. So we get to Michael's and um, Lydia's picking out her stuff. And, and Luke looks at her and he said, Lydia, I know how much you like these. Here's $10 so you can have of my money. So you can have two more, packs. two more packages. Wow. And I was like, what just happened here? And so she That's got awesome. six packages. And I, I mean, I, at first my thing was, don't let him. And then I was like, absolutely let him give. I mean, he's, that's just, it's not, it's not really very often that Luke will like be that giving to especially yeah. Lydia. And so he, uh, he did that and he bought her two more packages. So it's like that same kind of thing where you think yes. my kids are actually being kind to one another. I can't believe it. Lydia was trying to help him and then he helped her and, and did, was giving and, it was just a really cool mom moment where That's you're just awesome. like, wow, my kids aren't actually going to kill each other and they might end up being friends one day. I this know. is an amazing thing. It really is. Yeah, it was it was it, a really cool mom moment. It really is. And I want my kids to be friends oh, one yeah. day because I have a lot of siblings and I can't get along with very many of them. <laughs> <laughs> and part of it, I'm taking that all on myself. I'll, I'll just say that's it's my problem and I know it. Um but I want my kids to like each other. I, mm-hmm. I want them to grow up and and to like spending time together. And yeah, because that's that's a choice too. Just like getting along in marriage and all of that, and making the choice. You know, they have to be siblings. They have right. to be siblings, right. but they don't have to get along. Right. They don't have to choose to spend you know time together or right. go on vacation together or um, get together on the holidays once they get older or all of that. That, that those are going to be choices once they're older. They are. And I'm the same way. I want them to choose to get along. Right. And we are setting the groundwork for that right now. You, you know, us right. as parents and, I, and, and I us as moms. That, and, and, and I feel like I have an extra challenge in that um, I want to encourage my children to like each other and, and to want to spend mm-hmm. time together as an adult. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I am an adult sibling who doesn't like spending time with most of her siblings. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, and like they see me get, you know, um, I have a family thing coming up on, on the 30th and, and they see me get tense and they, mm. they, you know, um, they hear me say, I don't want to do this or, um, things like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not very good at hiding how I feel <laughs> from anyone. Um, and, and so, so they, they, they see that and, but I don't want them to take that as, Permission claim that for as, them. Their, as their own and make permission for them to to be that way when when they are adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that generational, basically generational sin can, yep. can, continu- can continue. continue. There are things in my life where obviously, you know, I struggle with and whether it be with teachers or coaches or siblings or whatever it would be. And I try not to say anything mm-hmm. I really do because I don't want them my perceptions or my things to carry on and I don't know I want them to learn from me and at the same time I don't want them to right. to take that on themselves that. Mm-hmm. um yeah so it's really hard to, it is hard because it is, it's a hard it's balance. a hard very hard balance to to know because I you know you go back um like just in this in scripture where Jacob and Esau hated one another and I think it you know or um you look back at the um how um how the the 
his parents favored one. Right. And, and you know, they favored, they had favorites. And so they, they pitted them against one another. And you just, it's amazing to me, the perceptions of kids and all of that and how that affects siblings. Right. Um, I'm, I'm just using that as one no, example. I'm just laughing because um, I tell all three of my kids that they're my favorite. Like uh-huh. they all believe, they all three believe uh-huh. that they're my favorite. Oh, Luke firmly believes um, uh, he's my favorite. And I say, Luke, no, you're not. I love you both. I love you both. Right. He's like, no, I know I'm your favorite. I had this um, conversation with my sister-in-law a few weeks ago. Yes. Um, she was trying to get out of um, her mom, who the favorite was. And um, and she's like, oh, come on, Stephanie, just tell her you have a favorite. It doesn't, you know, it's not always the same kid. Sometimes it's not even your own kid. <laughs> but you have a favorite, don't you? Don't you? And I'm like, well, maybe sometimes I could, you know, have a favorite. And um, and so my mother-in-law was like, no, I don't have a favorite. I, I don't. I, I love you all the same. And when she says all, she's including um, like myself and and jessica's husband as well and um you know i i love and so they're trying to convince her to to say who her favorite is and talk about who she prays for the most or who she prays for first and um oh that's hilarious they're really they were really egging her on and it is it was really funny just to even hear the two of them together tell the story back about mm-hmm. how it was funny that's really funny. that is yeah. funny but all three of my kids think they're my favorite well that's cool <laughs> they do uh-huh they'll never know different uh-huh. And that's fine. But I I so know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, the real the realities of kids or their perceptions become their realities. Right. You know? And so it you know, it's amazing to me that it you could as parents you don't ever think that you're doing anything any different, but this just how that kind of yeah. plays into it. And, you know, um, in Proverbs, it says that words have the power of life and death. And so you really have to be, we have to be careful as parents Absolutely. what we say or what we speak because it just, it's amazing how Another that happens. Thing, um, I saw the other day was it is easier to build up a child than to rebuild a broken adult. Hmm. So, I think that's something like that. Mm-hmm. It's probably not word for word. Mm-hmm. It's paraphrased by Stephanie, but mm-hmm. um, we have to be very intentional. And you're right. Words, words are everything, mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. even deciding what descriptive word to. I mean, words are so powerful that that's how God chose to to um, create the world. He Absolutely. spoke it into existence. He could have done anything. He could have just molded it and just placed it. But it says that he spoke the world into existence. So that's how powerful words are. I think that, um, you know, so that's if that's how the precedence that was set, you know, then how much you know, how, how careful should we should be with we be with our, our words? words? And, Absolutely. you know, that whole, that saying that sticks and stones will break your, my, well, well, what is it? Sticks, sticks and, and stones. stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yeah. That's the biggest lie. It is. Whoever made that up, um, was really hurting. Yeah. Absolutely. Really hurting. Very, very wounded to, to make, try to convince themselves of that lie. Yes. Right. Because as an adult and as a mom who watches her kids, words are hurtful. Yep. Yep. They're hurtful to me. They're hurtful to others. I mean. And especially with kids. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think kids can see the 
they can't always um, understand the meaning or or where, or the or where it's coming from inside of exactly. a wounded person. Right. They don't understand that a wounded person is saying those things. They yeah. don't understand right. all of that stuff. They just know that that was said to them, so it must be true. Right. Especially if it's coming from somebody that they respect or that they they admire or whatever, mm-hmm. and they take it to heart, and then they grow up with that. Right. And believing that their whole life until until they learn that until they learn that and sometimes you may never learn right mm-hmm. i'm yeah. still you know still coming to terms with some things that were spoken over over me um that aren't true right but i believe that they are uh-huh. and they're just stupid lies right yeah I totally get it. I've been saying some very negative things about myself lately and everyone in my house is yelling at me um, to stop. And I'm like, I've really gotten into a place where I'm speaking words over myself Mm -hmm. now. And um, it's starting to bother those around me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And just discerning how much of that is coming from, from me and how much is coming from way rooted down into the little girl me. Yeah. yeah. So it's craziness. Anyways, it is craziness. I just remembered that uh, when we got back from lunch, I didn't get Megan's present out of the car. And so I better do that. Yes, you better because that's, that's a Christmas present and you don't want to ruin the surprise. I really don't. I don't. Yeah. I cannot believe no. that Christmas is almost here. I know it's, it's ridiculous. Well, today's Wednesday. So what is, it's like five weeks from today. It's next, right? Yeah, next week is Thanksgiving. We won't be recording next week. No, we won't. So just don't be looking for something. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to be recording. It's just that next week's Thanksgiving and Actually, our kids are off of school. They are off school and it will be a cook day for me. I'll yeah. be doing um, I have a lot of making. Yeah, I'm hosting my family's Thanksgiving and Andy's family's Thanksgiving. Um, my family's Thanksgiving is on Thanksgiving Day and then his family's coming on that's the next on that following on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So I have a lot to prepare for. That that's big. That's yeah. big. I'm just hosting one. Um, it, this is actually my first time in 17 years of marriage hosting my in-laws. Oh, that's um, exciting. So I, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I am. So don't look for ALR in your feed. It won't be there. It won't. But we'll miss doing this. Yes. And we'll be back in two, two weeks. weeks to talk about how it went. That's right. And I'll be able to report on something that I'm doing tomorrow night. I am going to a pink concert that my husband surprised me with tickets for. I love pink. I call her potty mouth pink because she has such a potty mouth. But I think that that's why I like her because she's real. She's that. She's authentic. She's real. And um, she goes in that rebellious nature Uh that I don't that I would love to have sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have so much fun. I know. I need to come up with a cool outfit. Oh, you will. I know. I got it. You will. Yeah. Do you know I'm what you're wearing? Do you know what you're going to wear? No. No. Okay. No. Well, you said I got it. Like. No. No. Okay. I mean, I got it. You got it. Yeah, like, I got it. Got like I'm handled. being. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be Are super you buy confident. Something new. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it is going to be a good time. Andy and I will have a great time. You really will. Yeah. And Andy's sister's coming down to watch the kids, uh-huh. so we're going to have a couple nights away. Awesome. Yeah. How long will you be away? Uh, till Saturday. Till Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Yeah, two nights away. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for joining us on um, this journey that um, is our life. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys. Absolutely. And um, happy Thanksgiving yes. to all of our friends. We are grateful for you all. Very much. Very much. 
Bye. Bye.